Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. Throw down $5 on the tournament games this uh, going on Saturday. And you know what? You win, you get $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy, new customers only. All right. Now, joined by Mr. Reggie Geary, defensive uh, defensive specialist, guy who's calling the games next to uh, uh, Brian Jeffries. How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, Mike. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you, bro, coming on. So uh, let's talk a little bit about Colorado before we get to UCLA. Um, first and foremost, I've, I've thought all year that this team, what makes this team so great is the margin for error that they possess. And here's what I mean. Colorado shoots 16 of 32 from three-point range. And even when they were 9 of 11, they were still down. Reg, there aren't many teams in the country that can overcome a 16 for 32 or be up when the other team is 9 of 11. You just really don't see that, especially in college basketball. No, you, you really don't. And I think I think you hit it right on the head. That's what makes this Arizona team so special, that they have just a number of ways to beat you, a number of ways to kind of absorb your punches and counterpunch with whether it's their perimeter play, whether it's with their height, with their defense. We've seen this all year where teams are, are feeling like they're playing well and they right. are playing well, yet they find themselves down five, down 10, and next thing you know, they've lost the game. And so there's just a, a lot of different ways the team can beat you. All right, so let's talk a little point guard play. You know a little thing about that or two. So Kirk Reese is out, obviously. Justin Kyer stepped in. From your courtside view, your expert perspective, what did you see from Justin last night? Um, what I saw from Justin Kyer is what we've seen all season with him, just the steady hand. Um, he's an older uh, veteran, coll- collegiate point guard. Um, 
I love the fact with Justin, you can never speed him up. He's going to play at his tempo, at his pace. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And last night, he looked very comfortable in the moment. He looked like an individual who had started um, for a number of years and, and now is just being asked to start again. So he was fantastic last night. Um, I think he's really enjoying this big stage. That's why he came to Arizona. And I expect another good performance from him tonight. Okay, so when I'm coming up, Arizona-UCLA in the mid-90s, to me, that was the best rivalry that we've seen in the Pac-10, well, now Pac-12, because you had Jim Herrick, who, no matter what you thought of him, had UCLA at an all-time high post-John Wooden. All the talent there was amazing. Then you would get Lute Olson, who's obviously got his team at an all-time peak there, and so many of these guys are L.A. natives yourself. Miles Simon, you've got on the other side, you got Toby Bailey, you've got J.R. Henderson, you've got Jelani McCoy, just going on and on down the list. But that to me was really when the Pac-10 was at its zenith post John Wooden right there. And I don't want to say that it's back to that level per se, but Reggie, this has a little bit of that type of feel where you've got two programs that are incredibly solid, they're recruiting well, and it doesn't feel like they're going anywhere right now. No, it really doesn't. And, and as you mentioned, you know, Southern California, L.A., uh, recruiting hotbed. It, it's right. something, it's an area that if you can recruit and get some of the top players, and we're talking about like the top five players. If you're right. able to get the top five players out of L.A., it really can be a game changer for your program. And so um, the fact that, you know, that UCLA is, is number two in the Pac-12 and we're number one, it does feel like the old times um, of the 90s when both these programs and all the pageantry that goes around them uh, was just at a, at a fever pitch. It was at a high level. The games were at a high level. A lot of NBA guys, just a lot of expectations. And it feels like we're getting back to that now. When you stepped on the court, and then we'll get to what we're going to see on the court. When you stepped onto the court, and I was watching a game that, you know, sorry, but you guys, uh, with you, Damon, I believe this was 1995, Ben Davis had just become eligible. You're looking at Arizona. you got five or six future pros. You're looking at UCLA. You've got five or six more future pros. When is it a little bit more, uh, is it a little bit more serious than the other games, or is it kind of just, you know what, when you're Arizona basketball, you stand on where you are or for an LA native like yourself, was that game a little bit bigger? Oh, no, no. Maybe even more than a little bit. I mean, you, you know, you, those are the games you circle and UCLA at Pauly or, or in McHale, you know, that's a game, you know, a little extra juice is going to be involved in that, some bragging rights. You know, I got to go home in the summer and play in the summer leagues and see right. these guys. And so, you know, we're definitely battling for battle rights or for bragging rights. And so um, there's definitely a little more to it tonight. There's going to be a little bit more to it. Not, not that it needs it. You know, t mobile has been fantastic. The fans have been great, but it's Arizona, UCLA and just, goes without saying it, it's going to be an intense affair. All right, so let's talk a little bit about the matchups. You got uh, – first of all, I want to talk about is Jaime Hawkins. This is a guy that, you know, coming in, a lot of hype all season, um, dealt with some injuries, but this young man is back to where he – you know, to his rightful place near the top of the college basketball world. Is this something, would you see, do you see Dalen getting this assignment first? And if you, from your defensive perspective, how would you try to play Jaime Hawkins? Yeah, Jaime's a tough cover. He's a really interesting, you know, uh, player. And just the fact he's kind of a, he's a big guard, small forward type who likes to really kind of take you inside, post you up, playing at mid post, occasionally will shoot the three, good on the offensive glass. And so he's just a tough cover just because due to his physicality. Um, I'm sure Dalen Terry's going to see there. I see Pella Larson getting that call a lot because, he, like I say, he's more of a, a three, four, almost leaning towards a four in terms of position. Right. So he's a tough cover. But as you mentioned, he's healthy now. He's absolutely on fire. Last four games, he's averaging over 24 points a game. Um, he's actually playing better than um, 
Johnny and Juzang right wow. now. And so he's going to be a, a big time, fa- you know, focal point for, for Arizona's defense. So Justin Kyer, obviously going to be starting a point guard again. You got Tiger Campbell now coming in here. What are you looking for? for what should an Arizona fan be looking uh, at? Because obviously Tiger Campbell, even though he doesn't necessarily have the stats, is one of the better, more heady players in the entire country. What will you be looking for early from that matchup there, Reg? Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a really interesting matchup. Um, Tiger Campbell is the heart and soul of that team. He, you know, uh, Mick Cronin gives him the basketball 90% of the time in terms of responsibility and making decisions, and he's been rewarded. You know, Tiger Campbell's third in the nation in terms of assist to turnover ratio, so he takes care of the ball a high clip. But um, I, it should be a solid matchup. Athletically, they're about the same. Uh, Tiger's a little streaky. Usually against right. Arizona, he tries to get off to a fast start, it seems, right. and it kind of settles back into the game. And so um, I expect a, a heady matchup between the two of them, but they're very well matched physically. So it should be right. fun to watch. Okay, up front, that's always been Arizona's big advantage, pardon the pun, because when you can go with a Christian Coloco at 7-1 and a Julius Tabellis at 6-10, oh, and by the way, you're bringing off the shrimp that is Umar Ballo at 6-10 off the bench <laughs> right there. UCLA is a lot of times their best when they go with kind of a four out one in set right there. What um, if you were Arizona right now, how would you look to attack UCLA? Because a lot of people think that UCLA might go small. If that is the case, how does Arizona combat that right there? Yeah, I mean, just staying true to the principles, you know, we got ourselves in trouble, Arizona, that is, up at Poly Pavilion with some of the, the one-on-one matchups. It seems they had a good feel for us defensively that we were going to switch everything, and as soon as they got the matchup, they wanted the top of the key, that individual played one-on-one. Um, right. We did a much better job uh, of just being taking a little more personal pride in one-on-one defense, and, and that's going to have to be the same because this UCLA team is a jump-shooting team. It's a, a kind of a mid-range shooting team, and so containing and contested basketball is huge, but just getting up into people, um, you know, is, is going to be the key. And, and our ability to switch one through five um, has been really one of our, our great luxuries. And hopefully tonight that'll be the same. This might be a dumb question, so pardon me if it is, but what does Arizona need from a Ben Matherin in this game other than, you know, 25 points or whatever the case? What what do you, when you watch him, what do you need from Ben in this type of game, this type of setting? Yeah, you just, you don't want to put too much pressure on the young man, but he just needs to step up to the moment. I thought last night, um, you know, things kind of weren't going his way a little bit versus Colorado, and he kind of took a step back, and that's fine, but um, there, there's times he needs to interject and find other ways. If he's not shooting the ball well, if he's going to be three from 11 from the field, well, defensively, get some steals, get some rebounds, get to the free throw line, get yourself going, because uh, when you're player of the year and you're a caliber player that he is, you, you have to make sure you don't go too long without having an impact on the game. All right, Reg, before I let you go here, obviously having somebody on with your defensive credentials, I want to ask, a guy like Pella Larson has been praised all year by Tommy Lloyd for what he's been able to do defensively. And I think a lot of times people just look at it and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so doesn't have a lot of steals or whatever the case may be. Watching Pella Larson, what do you, how do you ascertain a guy that is playing really good defense right there, even if he might not have the next world athleticism that maybe someone like yourself possessed? Well, I know. I think you know. I think Pell Larson's a really good name when we talk about defense in this Cats team. He's an unsung hero a lot because, like you say, he doesn't really garner some of the attention, even though he was the, the Pac-12 Sixth Man of the Year. Um, but I like the fact that he's so physical. Right. Um, you know, he has when teams are playing uh, with dribble handoffs. We'll see tonight. He blows it up by getting his body in between. Um, we've seen him guard one all the way to fives. Keep right. in mind against USC, he's guarding uh, Isaiah Mobley. Right. Um, you know, and so he just has that. He gives Coach Tommy Lloyd that flexibility. To 
really move him around piece wise. He leads the team in taking charges. I mean, he just does a lot of little things. So we have a kind of bookends. We have Dale and Terry on one end doing this thing, and you got Pella Larson, you know, and, and the other guys are engaged and locked in, and, and Coloco's protecting the rim. Well, guess what? You're one of the best defense teams in the nation. Reggie, as always, I can't thank you enough for your insight. Uh, everybody tune in. You got the call along with Brian Jeffries right there, two of the best in the business. So, Reggie, again, bear down. We'll talk to you soon, my man. I appreciate it, Mike. Thanks again, guys. Everybody bear down. Bear down. Talk to you soon, Reggie. Thanks again. All right. So, Reggie was obviously one of my favorite players growing up. When And that's kind of where it's a little bit, you know, I kind of, you know, pinch myself at times talking about it because when he had the three guard lineup where it was Damon, where it was Khalid Reeves, that's to me just where Arizona basketball really became that up-tempo style. And watch having Reggie on right there to be able to talk about it was something certainly unique. And you know what? Reggie played in a Final Four, so he knows exactly what it looks like. So it'll be interesting to see what happens right there. All right. Real quick, DraftKings Sportsbook app. Here's the deal. You throw down one, or excuse me, you throw down $5 on a tournament game, and if that team wins, you get $200 in free plays. That simple, that easy. You might look around and say, you know what? I looked, I'm going to back the A today, and this would be a great time to do it. One thing only, new customers only, eligibility restrictions apply. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you taken care of. But this is absolutely the time to hop on here. Conference tournaments are obviously heating up. you got all kinds of championship games right here. That's exactly where you want to be, the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And you know what? Like I said, new customers only. You can back the A right there and back the A with your pocketbook. All right. I thought, let's get to some of these comments right here, um, because obviously you guys are the ones that make the show. Matt, how you doing, my man? Appreciate you. Alita and uh, Andy Taylor. Hello, Andy. If that's the Andy I think that I might be is, hello. How you doing, my man? John Aldrich, voice is a little bit better. Got a power sleep last night. Um, been sucking back on some cough drops. I'll be good. Noah Papooch knows what's up. Back the A. Tina, as always, one of our absolute favorites. Appreciate you. As you correctly pointed out, I am not a personal trainer. And uh, let's talk a little bit about the matchups right here. John Aldrich, I think, put it best when he said, Tiger posed a real matchup problem with Kerr. Wonder how Reggie would break down Kyer versus Tiger. And I think Reggie, and you know, without speaking for Reg right there, I think the point that he made was, was very astute, where he said that, you want to have a guy, you want to be able to have him bring the ball up the court, initiate the offense, and just be able to play good defense on top of that. And that's really all you need. And you saw that last night. We were talking right there about how this squad right here has the ability to be able to play a lot of different positions. Tommy Lloyd's talked about that at nauseum that, you know what? If we get the ball up the court, we have a freewheeling offense. We can initiate it the way we want. And again, I think you saw that with Justin Kyer last night. So again, you need to get Kirk Creasa back as, as quick as possible. And uh, great work by our own Michaela Perkins. Getting some great uh, uh, images right there of Kerr rooting on his teammates right there. And um, But that's really what you want to see. Now, let's talk about a little bit of the matchups right here. And again, Tina, you're the best. Um, Jaime Hawkins, I was talking a little bit with... Uh, Matt Muehlbach about this uh, before. Jaime Hawkes to me, is the key matchup of the game right here. He's, in my opinion, he's UCLA's best player. And he's the guy that he's got a little bit of Luke Walton to his game and that he takes his time. He's methodical. He backs the ball up. He relies on a lot of head fakes, a lot of pumps. And you know what? He is allowed to be – he's the guy that is able to initiate their offense even though he's not bringing the ball up the court. And you look at it, when he when UCLA is at its best, Jaime Hawkins is the one that is absolutely making everything work for them right there. So, again, this is a team that I think is – 
This is going to be a good game because, again, if you're on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, again, throw down $5 on any conference championship game, get $200 in free plays. Arizona right now is about a point and a half favorite. And you know what? You don't have to take the point and a half. You can just take them right there, money line right there. And I think that, how do I put this? This is a game that I think is going to come down to the wire because, yes, Arizona is more highly rated. But you got to remember, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a team that is coming off a final. This team is coming off a final four. They've got everybody back. They're incredibly well coached and they've got the players out there to be able to make that one happen. So, again, there's a lot to be able to look at. We're going to be up there. We're going to be up there in a couple hours, giving you a little bit of a breakdown. We'll obviously be on here on there with a post game show. You guys are absolutely fantastic, by the way. Again, started losing my voice last night and uh, I'm doing better today. Slept well. Obviously, I'm going to be bringing all the cough drops I can. But you know what? Even if I couldn't speak. I would find some way to make this one happen. So let's get to some more comments. All right, Randy, you play any blackjack, Mike? My guy Shane Deef can tell you how good I am at blackjack right now. That granted, it's a game of luck, but I did hop in there. And you know what, Shane, you if you want to hop in here, you're more than welcome to. If not, I totally get it. He was working hard last night. But uh, yeah, I'm playing a little blackjack. I'm probably going to play a little bit of blackjack tonight too, assuming that I'm feeling well. Still up 160, so that's the key. If you win and you don't lose anything, that's where you're going to be right there. Okay, now, Chico Marietta. Did we ever find out what the assistants talked uh, Tommy into doing different? That is a great question. And it's funny, I was going over my notes with uh, for Reggie today. And we really did it. Um, hopefully, we've got a uh, we've got a pretty uh, gangbuster staff here. Maybe we can get to the bottom of that a little bit during the uh, post game tonight. Um, but no, but it also shows you too how unique Tommy Lloyd is because a lot of coaches that are let's be honest, you're thirty and three, you're pushing all the right buttons. Why would I want to do anything differently? But I also think it shows that that's Tommy Lloyd right there who has been able to do everything. But he's also listening and not everybody knows everything. And if you've got a coach right there that is listening to guys like a Steve Robinson, who has been a assistant on national championship teams, a Ricardo Foy, who sons player development. You've also got, excuse me, a Jack Murphy, who's been a head coach, one of the best international recruiters. You've got a lot of guys to be able to pick some ideas off of. Heck, you got Jason Gardner there on the bench, one of the best players in school history. So he listens and Tommy Lloyd, and I kind of put this out in a tweet last night, Tommy Lloyd just gets it. And I think that's a big, uh, I think that's a big part of it. All right. Randy Teat says, do we, uh, we need to attack Jules Bernard on offense tonight. And yes, that's, that's a key. I didn't get to that with Reggie, but Jules Bernard is a guy that offensively he could do a lot, but he's also the reason he's not in the NBA right now is he's not a great defensive player. So whoever assignment he gets, whether that's Dalen, whether that's Benedict Matherin, there's a lot of different guys out there that can uh, um, that can go at him, and you can't let him sleep on the defensive side of the ball right there. All right, John Aldrich says, the assistants talked to Coach Tommy Lloyd into building a wall in the paint to prevent drives and kicks. That would, that would make sense. I didn't see that, and I apologize for not seeing that. But um, that would make a lot of sense because we talked about it at nauseum that this is a team that gets out and they're going to take some chances. So if you're building that wall and you've got all the bigs back there backing everything up, backing the A, that is um, that would make a lot of sense. All right. 
Now, again, I can't thank you all enough for hopping on here for this kind of this preview with Reggie Geary. Brian Jeffries was amazing, obviously, last night. Um, go to GoPHNX. Uh, get a membership. Got a lot of great stuff going on. You got the Sun Devils covered. You've got the Coyotes. You've got the Suns. You've got the Diamondbacks. You've got the Cardinals. It's really a one-stop shop for pretty much everything you need. And everybody's incredibly passionate about it. And we've got a crack staff right here again. Um, I can't uh, thank the people behind the scenes for making this one work. Shane Diefenbach, Sean DePaz, Michaela Perkins. Again, I wouldn't be able to pull off any of this without all of you. means the world to me. But we will be back up there uh, here in a couple hours and looking for Arizona to win that uh, conference tournament. And let's be honest here, maybe get a number one seat out west. But for everybody out there, um, all the comments, I can't thank you guys enough. means the world to me. For uh, everybody back there, I'm Mike Luke. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.